Welcome back to Candid Conversations with Carmen. I'm your host, Carmen, and this is my side host, Ashley, and our wonderful producer, Troy. And we also have an incredible guest today, Aaliyah Parsons. Let's clap it up. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So this is our second guest. We're going to do this every single episode this season, have a guest every single time. So today we have some really a really good topic I'm interested to delve into. So first, if you want to give a little bit about yourself, just so. Sure. Um, my name is Aaliyah Parsons. I'm 24 years old, 24 and a half. I'll be um, 25 in September. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently in school getting my master's in library science with a specialization in archives and records management. Um, I'll be done within a year, so your prayers, please. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm up to right now. And I work at a hospital currently as a registration person. Um, so, yeah, it's just life is interesting. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So um, we're going to jump right into the topic. So today's main point is going to be expectation versus your reality. Ooh. So I'm going to just read off what we've got, kind of what we're going to hit on. So we're going to dive into what that truly means. Mm. Just kind of how others' expectations don't always fit the reality of your life, your situations, what you've been through, kind of what they think you've been through, just in general. So I don't know if, Ashley, you want to give an example of a time when that has happened in your life? Where expectation and reality? Yes. Um, Versus your reality. Okay, so I know one of the things is when I was in college, a lot of people thought that I was spoiled they will always tell me that I was spoiled and then I would do different things because of what they perceived my life to be because you know my dad would come if I had a, a flat tire or something he would come and you know help me change my tire but that's not being spoiled that was just having a dad that that loved me mm-hmm. to come do that that was it and I think it was also like that I was rich that I had this money all the time and that was not it I saved I was somebody that every, you know, every piece of money that I would get, I would save it. And then when I wanted to do something, then I would have money to do what I wanted to do. And, you know, so the reality of it was that I was a saver, not rich. But, you know, in Christ, we're all we're all rich. But uh, <laughs> but like they thought I was like wealthy, wealthy. And that's that was not the case. So. Oh, OK. Well, Aaliyah, what were you thinking on the topic? Because we sent over. Yeah. <coughs> early. So expectations versus reality I was just thinking about um adulthood and like my own personal expectations of what that was going to look like um specifically like with graduating college and how I mean I thought that I was going to graduate and then just move out of my parents house and just have it all together um, <laughs> oh, which is I hilarious because I didn't have a license when I <laughs> <laughs> so I just I wasn't you know I don't really know how I was gonna do that but um I think that's what I expected, and then I thought that when I graduated, I would get a job right away, because my older sister, I kind of watched her do that, and so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do the same thing. What I didn't mm-hmm. factor in is, though, is that it took her a while to kind of get her bearings, and then to find a job, and then to decide that she wanted to go back to school, but I was in school when all that was happening to her, so I didn't see that happen, mm-hmm. yeah. so I was just like expecting that everything was just going to fall into my lap. But the reality of it was that I graduated. I struggled through a job that I hated for like a couple months. Testify. Before. Yes, before I was just like, all right, Jesus, um, 
I'm sorry for not listening to you. Just lead <laughs> me in the right direction because I'm out here floundering. Oh, yeah. please. <laughs> oh, and, my God. Yeah, and that's like when I got a new job and I applied for school and I was accepted. Yeah. And that's kind of when I was like, okay, so this is what the reality of graduating college looks like. And maybe it's not the same for everybody, yes. but I was like, this is my reality. I have to work towards the things that I want. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I learned from that experience. I have to agree. Mine was extremely similar. Mm. I graduated. I was like, oh, snap. You know what? Mm-hmm. The real world. Because I rushed to finish school. I was like, okay, I want to be done. This is my goal. I'm going to achieve it. I'm not waiting or like taking my time. So I was like, okay, I'm going to finish. I finished. I was like, okay, what am I going to do when I finish? I just, I thought, I'm just gonna, it's going to fall into my lap. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be successful. Like, that was like, it, I was like, it wasn't what my career was going to be. It wasn't. Well, I mean, I had a general idea of that, but like, it was like, oh no, the dream job is going to come. Mm-hmm. The company's going to come. The, the support from yeah. everyone's going to come and just be there. Uh-huh. Wrap me in your arms. That was not the case. <laughs> Got out of school the first semester. Mm-hmm. I worked the same job I had when I was still in school. Mm, and yep. then as soon as I, like the end of that semester, well, the first semester I had, after I had graduated, I worked that same job. And then when I graduated, I went to another job. It was like, and I hated that job. Mm. I, like, I've literally never hated a job more in my life. I hated that job. I was like, Lord, you know what? <laughs> this is your will for my life, you know? You start getting, like, prayer and supplication. Like, first you mad. Well, first I was mad. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? If this is your will, God. Whatever you have you for me, could you try it? to submit? Yeah. <laughs> the grief. I was right. Like, you know, in the now. And at first, and yeah. Exactly. So then I worked that job and near the end like I was like you know what Lord I can't keep working here Mm -hmm. if if I'm gonna hate it like I just can't do this forever like I cannot I was like you have to help me for this to not be a job that I can't stand Mm -hmm. and literally like I was like I prayed that prayer believe God for it driving into work I actually ended up liking that job when I left like I didn't like the job Mm -hmm. in and of itself but I actually like my coworkers, Mm -hmm. and I don't traditionally I'm not necessarily a people person. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like it's not like I just hate people or something. I'm just not maybe the most outgoing person. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. So, I was like, okay. So, I actually genuinely, like, had a group of people that I was like, I genuinely like these people. So, when I left, it was actually really hard. I was like, man, I'm actually going to miss this. And mm. I never thought I was going to ever miss it. So, one of my professors had sent an email. I was like, this job is opening for this company. That's exactly what my major was. So I said, okay, put in for it. I got the job. And I was like, well, guys, I'm going to miss you, but I'm going to something for, you know, that's in my field. Mm-hmm. And the Lord really did bless. But mm-hmm. my expectation was totally different than the reality. Like, getting into the workforce, in the even the field that I'm in, the industry that I went to school for, my expectation for what it was versus what it actually is, is dramatically different. Like, the power struggles people have, like, mm-hmm. the, I'm just like, we're all here with the equal goal. But I think that is something that is, you see in everything. Mm-hmm. I think the, expe- like when you say the power struggles and, and things like that, mm-hmm. and even like the expectation, like even for, for even this question, when you asked me what's expectation versus reality, my mind went to something totally different. It wasn't, it was not in the, the moment of what, the expectation of what you were asking me and what you (laughs) wanted me to give you and the reality of what I gave was maybe not on the level of where you were trying to take it. Mm -hmm. Or even in that moment, I think it's like that. Sometimes it's clarification. 
Like, yeah. what is the, we're talking about expectation and the reality, but what are we talking about in the grand scope of things is it, is it of the expectation of us now, what we had, uh, um, the ideas of that we have or the reality that we're living into in today. Yeah. So I think it, it's the same thing with the jobs and everything because I think everybody, well, most people could say that the job that they went into, the expectation of what that was, yeah, and what the reality of it was, was totally different from what they what they they went into it thinking it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I, I I totally agree with all of that because I, I think sometimes all. your expectations aren't clearly defined. Like you think you don't know all the details of whatever it is you envision for yourself. You're like, I'm going to get the dream job. Yes. But you don't even know what your dream job mm-hmm. is. Or you're like, you know what? I'm going to have the success, but you don't have a clear idea of what success even looks like to you. So yes. your expectation is not met because you don't oftentimes know what you're even expecting. Or it may be that you see the, you see it, like if you say success, you see what other people have as success and you yeah. deem that as success. Yeah. But you don't know the steps. Like you said, you don't know the steps that it takes to get there. So you saw Courtney mm-hmm. go and you thought the process was she got out of school, got a job really quickly and was in a place where she really loved what she was doing or was doing something in her field or whatever before she decided to go and get her master's or whatever she was doing. You thought you knew that because you saw just a portion of the, the process. That mm-hmm. was the the expectation was it's going to be the same thing. But the reality was she had to work. She went through t- points of time wherever she was feeling. The same thing for for me. I know when I got out of school, just like you, when I got out of school, I knew the reality of what it was. But when I was a child and mm-hmm. I thought about what I was going to be doing. I was going to be, you know, somebody successful with a, a nice car and a briefcase. And I was going to be, you know, working. And then I was going to have, a, a, I was going to have a house on every coast and I was going to have a family. <laughs> I didn't really care about the family. I wanted the family, but that was just in my grand expectation. But then when you get into real life, you realize that in order to have a relationship, you actually have to, interact with people that you want to be in a relationship with (laughs) and then you know the job that you have to move into the direction that you want to do it may not be as quickly as you want it Mm -hmm. to do or that may not even be what God has you to be yeah I think that's the biggest thing I think like what God has for us because I think sometimes God's expectations not sometimes God's expectations are always always larger and bigger than ours and I feel like for me, the way that I view my life is, of course, in my little human grand like grand scheme of my expectations for myself. Mm-hmm. And I think what's so cool about being a Christian is that God always, he always ups the ante. Like, yes. you're shooting for here, and he shoots for here, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, like, if you would have told Aaliyah in college that she's going to be getting her master's degree, I wouldn't have believed you. I yeah. would have said stuff like, I'm not smart enough for that. Like, I just, I'm barely smart to get through college. Like, these are just, like, insecurities that mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. when I was in school. And, um, I mean, I did well, but it was, like, like blood, sweat, and tears to get to that point. And mm-hmm. so when I like, a, when my mom was like, why don't you apply to your master's? And I was like, I don't really want to do that, um, <laughs> but okay. And then I got in and I was like, okay, well, I didn't think I was going to get that far. <laughs> and so, but then it's just like the Lord, like just showing me that my expectations can be higher because he's with me now yes. without him. Yes. My expectations should be very low, but <laughs> because let's just be honest. I mean, 
I mean, we can, we, a lot of people are able to achieve a lot in their own human, like, power, but, Mm -hmm. like, it's still just so empty. I think it's even that, like, aside from, like, the physical things, like success and a car and a family, is even just the joy of all of that. Like, how you said you started to enjoy your job. Right. Like, I bet you couldn't have even imagined enjoying that job. Not in a million years. Yeah, like, I went through the same thing at my little preschool job I was working at. I hated that job. (laughs) Um, I didn't really want God to help me to like that job. (laughs) I was like, I'm trying to get out. (laughs) But, um... But he did teach me how to fight spiritual battles at that job, yeah. and that was something I didn't expect to get out of that experience. So, yeah, I think that with God, our expectations can be super high, and I think that's what's so exciting. But- I, I agree. I, I think when you think about it in a biblical term, you mm-hmm. know, you said God, God says that he wants you to ask him, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. But the one of the major things that he tells you to do is... First, you have to seek him. Mm -hmm. And then as you seek him, you get to know who he is. Mm -hmm. And when you know who he is, your desires then align with his. And so then your expectations are going to be grander because your reality is now God's reality. Because you're no longer focusing on, on what you want. Because your desires, your wants, you are focusing on what you want, but now your wants are what God wants for you. And I think that is one of the things that sometimes we put ourselves in situations, like you were saying with your job, where we put ourselves in situations and we'll be like, you know, I just need to do something. I can't just be sitting around. I can't be a bomb. I can't, uh, you know, I need to do more. I need more money. I need, you know, I need to... Mm-hmm to be expressing myself in other ways. And God is like, wait on me. Uh, if you do what I tell you to do, you can get in your reality. You can have everything that you ever wanted, but you got to do it the way I want you to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in those moments, when you step outside of his will, he will teach you those different lessons. He'll say, okay, the Bible says everything will work out for your good. If you are a believer in him. So if that's the case, then even when I do something that's outside of his will and my expectation is that, oh, I'm, I'm doing what I need to do to make it. Mm-hmm. He will come in, move that around and teach me a lesson that I can then utilize when I go to the next space. So that now you said you learn how to fight spiritual battles. Well, now you probably now when you go into school, you may have bigger spiritual battles, but you know what to do in that situation mm-hmm. so that it's not. Uh, gonna overrun you. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's um, that is, but no, mm-hmm. um, that's that's one hundred percent true. I I agree with you mm-hmm. because honestly, my prayer life had a total transformation when I was in a job I hated. Yeah. Like it was literally like I had so much. I didn't realize the expectations that I had going into it, and then because a lot of times, like Aaliyah said, God will kind of kick your expectations out the water mm-hmm. like you're like okay i have this basic you know idea of what mm-hmm. what your plans are for me and then he'll be like oh no 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 like think that but like 10 times bigger mm-hmm. and 10 times better and what but you have to really trust that he's guiding you in mm-hmm. the right step because it can feel uncertain mm-hmm. or uncomfortable mm-hmm. or it's not what you imagined it's not how you picture getting to where you're going to be or where you want to be it's literally blood, sweat, and tears, or it's 
you know, you're at the bottom floor and you're being humbled a lot of times mm-hmm. because of the, the expectations you have of yourself. Like, oh, no, I'm you. I think a lot of times we downplay ourselves a lot, but some in some things we have confidence like, oh, no, at least I got that. Like, I might be insecure about all these things, but this one thing you're taking pride in and that's what you're setting your expectations But do you on. think the, that sometimes your expectations are based in pride? And then that takes you into um, humility. I think so. I, I think so with our expectations and like, um, even like, like I'm at a place now where I, I want a family. I want to get married and stuff. And um, I look, I'm always on, I need to get off Instagram because that's why <laughs> I feel this way. But like, I'm always on Instagram and I'm seeing all these people my age or younger getting married. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I'm cute. Like, I'm a nice girl. <laughs> uh-huh. I have a lot going for me. Yeah. Um, why am I not married yet? <laughs> it's like, I have these expectations of like when, or I had these expectations like by 24, hopefully I would be married and successful, maybe pregnant with my first kid. Like, just all mm-hmm. these things that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, like, I'm going to be honest, this is probably like one of the loneliest seasons that I've ever been in my life because I'm just, I spent a lot of time by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, having my sister at home has been very helpful. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I'm the only kid living at home now. So it's like, it's school and it's work. And mm-hmm. I don't yeah. really have a lot of time for socializing in between. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think the Lord, like my expectations were that I would just be sad the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just be sad that I'm in school. Mm-hmm. But actually, like, he's really just been bringing me through a lot of things, um, just deliverance and just showing me that I don't need people to feel fulfilled. Yes. Um, and that's something I never thought that I would find in this season. He's also been showing me that it's okay to not be married and super successful at this point in my life. It's okay to still be living with my parents. Mm-hmm. Yes. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with me or wrong with, like, what I have going on. But I definitely think that me wanting to be married is a pride thing because I get to showcase the fact that I have a husband, you know? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Obviously, I'm doing something right if I have a husband. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I mean, I think that's a good area of pride. You know, like you want to have a family, like you said, yeah. you want to be successful. But then I think also it's just like you have to really pay attention to why do I want this so bad? Yes. Um, Like why do, I don't know, why are my expectations this, I guess, like serious about this one thing? You yeah. know, like what is this rooted in? Yes. And it's definitely in pride of life. And that's something that I've learned and something that I've had to really deal with. I think just in my young adulthood, I'm only 24, but I'm just saying like in the <laughs> four years that I've been, you know, officially an adult, that's just something that the Lord has really been dealing with me about. I think that's a good point when you were like, you know, the pride of being able to say, I have these things mm-hmm. and that must mean that I am doing something right. Yeah. Um, And I think that for a lot of us, young adults that is something because we have a social media uh mm-hmm. life like not we see it's so fast paced and mm-hmm. you see what the picture that people give you but when you look deeper into it being married is not just having a husband that you can take a picture with you got to listen you got to live with him mm-hmm. and you got to get with his habits and you think about you know our parents my parents have been married for 30 something odd years and at this point in time, I can't imagine being with no person for 30 something odd years. And they do things that irritate you. Mm-hmm. And they do things that 
will make you happy sometimes, mm-hmm. but you're not going to always be happy. And mm-hmm. you're not going to there. And like you said, you're going through this season where God is showing you that people can't fulfill you. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing because yes. when you get in a relationship, you can't want your other person to want to, to fulfill you mm-hmm. because they got to yeah. do, they got to live for God mm-hmm. for themselves. And you have to live for God for yourself. And then y'all come together and it works out. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's also where you are in a place where, you have to make sure that you're not idolizing something, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not realizing that you don't know all the details for it. Because if God has given you the desire to be married, then that's a desire that he gave you. So that means that in due time and due season, that will happen for you. Mm -hmm. But in this place, enjoy it. Like you're 24 in and getting your, uh, in a a job, um, working, people want a job then you have parents that are willing to support you during this process. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that because you don't want to be in a place where you were having to live on your friend couch and, you know, tip in every once in a while. And if they've hung the sock on the door, you can't come in mm-hmm. and you out outside in your car. You don't, you know, you don't want that, but God has blessed you in this season. Mm-hmm. So enjoy that because the time will come for those things and you'll think back and be like wow I really had a time and I wish you you don't want to be like I wish I had embraced it more because I think about my college experience sometimes and I'm like I had a wonderful time and I did a lot of things and I do think I did some things to the fullest but I think back on it and I'm like man I wish I had just not been so ready to get into adulthood to Mm -hmm. to go to that next level to not so to embrace that so that when you get married, the reality of the situation will be what you expected. Mm-hmm. That you have this fine husband that you can show mm-hmm. off, and you have this family, you have this this uh these kids that you know love the Lord mm-hmm. and that love you and your whole family loves each other. But in this moment, this is the building time to get there, so yes. that your reality will meet your expectations, and God will bless that mm-hmm. as you're you're going through this process. So I I just think that's some encouragement, but also that like what you said is true. You have those moments where you look at Instagram and you be like, dang, you know, they're doing, they're traveling all around, they're mm-hmm. flying around and you don't know what it, they did to yeah, get to that point true. to be flying. And you like, they flew me out. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm just taking pictures of it. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just be, you know, taking a picture on the plane that you not actually going nowhere in. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's crazy to, to hear like, something that you have an expectation of and mm-hmm. how different we all are mm-hmm. in our expectations. Cause you're like, you want to be married now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, um, what <laughs> marriage? <laughs> I, what? Because I think our expectations for the situation are different. Mm-hmm. Like the way that you're like, marriage is a beautiful union that it will help and flirt my life to flourish. Mm-hmm. I'm like, marriage is a commitment that ties you up and, you know, you really have to be committed to this. You have mm-hmm. to work on it. It's going to be challenging at mm-hmm. times. And so the way that, but it's both the expectations for that exact same thing that are so different between us. Mm-hmm. And then the reality of the situation when you're in it, it's like your marriage will be great. You know what I mean? Like you never argue. You know, a lot of times people think everybody has arguments. That doesn't have to be your testimony. Yeah. So it's so crazy to me that, Cause I know you want to be married. Mm-hmm. You want to be married. I want to just, you know, grow on my walk with God. You're trying to live your life, girl. 
I'm with my you. best life. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I feel like when you're young, for me, because mm-hmm. I, I was telling, I was talking to um this girl I work with, mm-hmm. and she was like, um, she was like, you know what? I don't. I, she was like, I can't imagine myself being married. I want to wait until I'm like 32, 33. Now, now mind you, she still has an age mm-hmm. that she's put on her marriage. Um, so she's like, by the time I'm like 32, then I'll probably have kids and everything. She is single. She doesn't have any prospects. And she's like, by the time I'm 32, but right now she's 25. She's like, by now, by 31 or whatever, I'm going to have met the person I want to be with. I'm going to be married to them. We're going to have a home. We'll be about to have kids. She has all this stuff planned out, but now she's like, I just want to be young. And I don't want to tie myself down. And I don't really want to be, you know, held up. And I'm like, girl, you don't have much time. Yeah. You know, between now and, and 31, you might want to start looking uh-huh. um, for somebody you're going to be committed to forever. But her expectations for what she sees for her life are mm-hmm. so different. And it's so crazy to me how we can all have the same thought process towards an end goal. But our expectations on how we're going to get there mm-hmm. or how it will look for us is completely different. And you know what? I really think it's also sometimes what God puts on your heart because yeah. I did not think about marriage. Like it was a, 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 a if, you know, we hopped on the topic of marriage, but you know, <laughs> I have not, I was not thinking about marriage until I was like 27 before mm-hmm. then I was not thinking about it. I wasn't thinking about a relationship. Like in passing, I was thinking about it. And then sometimes I would be like, you know, I just really want somebody to tell me I look nice and I want to, you know, you, you know, you want a, a, somebody to hug <laughs> right. you, you know, you want male companionship. Right. That, that yeah. was something, but it wasn't like anything serious. I didn't want anything. But when I was 27, it wasn't anything that it was not something that I was just actively thinking about. And then it was like, boom, that was in my mind. It was like, well, you're 27 now, mm-hmm. you know, you're moving on <laughs> up there, you know, on up there you know, you know, this may be something you want to think about, like how this may happen, where it is. And I had to get into a place where like, I'm like, Lord, when, when, um, when it's your time and when it's your season, because at one point, and that's all my mom, I was like, I think, I am like, I have, I'm in a dark place. Like I'm in covered, like nobody can see me mm. because I'm around people. I know, like you said, I am, no, I'm not unattractive. <laughs> so either I'm under a hedge of like of covering mm. and you can't see me or I must be a troll. <laughs> <laughs> But, but what I realized, what the Lord started ministering to me was that he has a time and a season for everything. Mm -hmm. He had already told me something when I was 16 years old that was, had carried me up until that point of 27. And then I was like, Lord, now is the time. And so, but he was like, no, it's not. You have to work (laughs) on you. There are some things about you that wouldn't work well with another person. Mm. So now I know that I'm 31 now. So it's been four years of a process of him taking me through of learning myself and realizing that I have some things that I still need to work on. Things that I, last year, I realized things that I thought had been passed. I had gotten passed and I was good. Mm -hmm. Those insecurities popped back up and I was like questioning myself 
when I already know who I am? How could something that is outside of the realm of scope of anything shake me to my core till I'm like, okay, I need to do this or makes me to fall back into things that I might not, I might have been delivered from or to be moved out of to Mm. say, to try to comfort myself. Mm -hmm. But that's God showing me if you are in a relationship or you're in this Mm -hmm. job or whatever it is that you're wanting for the next, then if you go into a place of stress or you go into a place of where your insecurities are popping up, Mm -hmm. will you fall into me? Or will you fall into the things that you think will sustain you, that will make you feel better? That will you will you start eating, like oh, will you start spending more? Will you start will you start trying to numb yourself by watching television or getting on social media or playing random games? Mm-hmm. You know, are you going to do that? And 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 so now I'm like, Lord. You know, you're always asking, Lord, take me deeper in you. You know, let me see your glory and all this kind of stuff. Or I know that's one of the prayers that I've prayed. Mm -hmm. And when I'm in this place, I'm saying, Lord, I'm ready for it. And take me deeper. And I'm ready for all that you have for me. You can move me into this place. I think I'm now ready for a relationship. And I think I'm ready for a promotion. And then your boss comes by and says something, and you be like, that dog, oh, brother, 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 brother. And it's like, no, you're supposed to do everything as unto God. And that this person that is in charge of you, you respect them like as though they have, they have been, God has put them over you. Mm-hmm. So because they're over you, you got to respect them. And you like, well, they didn't do me right. So I, and it's like, no. Life is going to always be that. No, in that situation, you say, God, help me to be in a place to respond in the right way. Mm-hmm. Or, Lord, help me to have the heart to be able to expect it. Or ask God to change the situation so that whatever tensions may go- come, that he will make it so that there's, there's peace there. But even still, you're like, oh, well, God, I made it through that test. So I think that I'm about ready for all the things that I've asked you for and mm-hmm. all the things I think. So I think... For me, I'm just, that's where I am now. I still feel like I'm in a process of being pruned. Even though I want those things, I I know I may not be necessarily ready for those things. I agree with that. I think um, that's something I'm going through too. I used to be really insecure or like feeling like there was a covering mm-hmm. over me too. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I felt, you know, I, I felt the same way. I was like, you know, like. I mean, I didn't have my first real relationship till I was 20. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I was, like, really late in the game. I was, like, and I was just, I'm just really shy mm-hmm. when it comes to that sort of thing. <laughs> I'm a really outgoing person, but mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, relationships and stuff, I'm extremely shy. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm going to stay over here. And if you're interested, you can let me know. If yeah. not, I'm going to be, that's the way, I mean, I was taught to be, um, just modest about how you approach the opposite yeah. sex anyway. I think we're all taught that if you grow up in fellowship. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, like, I, like, this year I started to feel really insecure about that because I have friends who are very, um, just very outgoing. Like, put yourself out there, you know, be social. And I was like, <laughs> yes. no, that's yeah. not how I am at all, like, when it comes to that sort of thing. And so I was like, well, God, should I change my approach? Is that why I don't have a husband? Like, is it because I wear glasses? Like, stupid stuff. Is it because yeah. I cut my hair really short? Like, what is it something that I did wrong? What am do I yeah. need to change something about myself? Um, and I think the Lord just had to kind of 
calm me down and he's still showing me that like you said it's just not time you mm-hmm. know and that's fine like it's just it's it'll come and i think i think something that shapes our expectations of when we're supposed to be married and is the reality of society that we live in mm-hmm. and yeah. just what society tells us we should be doing at certain ages yeah like this guy my job was like how old are you i was like 24 he's like when are you born i told him i want four kids and he was like well you know don't wait too long to have children you know, like I can just manifest my husband out. Of <laughs> um. But see, that's also something is that people don't necessarily think you have to be married to have children. So that's they're true. like, yeah. y'all, if you want children, anybody is starting now, right. right? And I'm just like, I don't. I joke, and, and I'm just like, well, you know, I'll just go get a volunteer. Wants to, <laughs> you know, but I'm I'm joking. Like, of course, I want to have right. children the traditional way with the husband and a family and stuff. Right. And I'm not. I, I'm gonna wait. And I don't think that I have to put myself out there like on a website or something or, yeah. I don't know, do the things to make myself yeah. like more presentable because that's not authentic. And and that's what I was telling my friends. It's like, I'm just going to wait over here in my little single corner, you know? And I just, I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah. So yeah, I think sometimes we just have to check and make sure that we don't want things because society says we should want them. Yes. Because I do that all the time. It's like examining the expectations you have. Are they your own yeah. or what you think other people expect you to be doing at that time right yeah so i mean we're gonna have to cut it cut it short because we're actually out of time we kind of chatted our way over over the time limit but no i'm i really do appreciate you coming i really really do i wish we could have talked i want to change the topic almost and like Mm -hmm. delve into other things but i think this was good to just kind of start off and just really have address that one topic and kind of see where we all stood on it so no i definitely enjoyed it yeah. um we'll have to have you back for oh. sure yes <laughs> yes yes because i i really did enjoy the conversation so um i think that's all we have for today but we'll catch you guys in the next one all right see y'all later bye